There we go. We're on. Hi. Hello. Good. Um, we have a special guest today who um, is a little near and dear to my heart. Um, this is Barry's aunt, Bev. Um, Bev, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yep. I'm Bev Peters from Horace, and I'm Barry's aunt. Yeah. And you have, um, you're quite an inspiration, <laughs> I would say. You're a two-time cancer survivor. Yep. Wow. And you're a, a foster parent to how many? Right now we have four. How many have you had in your whole lifetime? Um, close, I think 90. Unbelievable. You've had 90 kids that you've opened your house, your house up to? Oh, yeah. yeah. Adopted. How, how did you get, <clears throat> excuse me, how did you get into that? Well, uh, like 18 years ago when I was doing daycare for this two little girls and they, um, they pretty much lived here because their mom was heavy into drugs and their dad, we did not know that at the time. And then, uh, so I pretty much raised them from when they were little. And then, uh, we had gone to Chicago to see our son, Daniel, uh, his his uh, graduation from the Navy. And then uh, grandma, you know, grandma called me and said that these two little girls needed a home because the police and the FBI and everybody was out here and confiscated around their place and took them. So then we came home the next day and then uh, Cass County had called and said that they had two little girls and they were wondering if I would take them. And they said, you know, the girls. And then the one little girl got on the phone and said, Bevy, can we come and live with you? No. <laughs> can't say no to that <laughs> and I said of course and that was the rest is history so then they told me they said you might as well become a foster parent because they're going to be with you probably forever Ooh. and yes they have been wow. yeah and that they're a part of your family now yep those two girls and then we adopted the two boys that yeah. we got three months later and so truly an angel oh. I mean take taken I could barely handle my own two kids. I can't imagine 90 coming and going. <laughs> um, okay, so first time um, you were diagnosed with, what's that, Kirsten? How many kids, uh, how, how many, what's the most kids you've had at one time? Six. Six, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and And that was like putting toddler beds in the bedrooms and Un unbelievable. Um, when was your first round of cancer? August um, 2010. Okay, and it, it was breast cancer, wasn't it? Yep, and then I had, um, okay. just, I had three lumpectomies in three weeks. Wow. And then the radiation for um, six weeks. And then everything was... And then Pardon me? Oh, and then you were given a clean bill of health? Yep. And then I, yep. And then I, I had to take some pills for five years and then uh, everything was fine until this last October. So in October, you, was it a different type of breast cancer? Yeah, it was stage three angiosarcoma, which 
basically affects the skin. And it was, I would have never even really thought about it until my granddaughter kicked me in my left breast and it was swollen and sore. And so I went in and they, the doc, the first doctor said, oh, you got to get this taken care of. So then I went to my cancer doctor and he said, no, there's not, it's not cancer. He said, I'm 99% sure it's not cancer. So he sent me home. So then I went to back to my primary doctor because I was still, it was still hurting and uh, the looks of it was just bad. And he said, it's definitely cancer. You go, you're going, he said, I'm calling and you're going back there. Oh. So then I went back there and then they finally did a MRI and then the MRI said that it was cancer. And then they called me and said, well, we're just going to do another lumpectomy. That's all you need. And okay. Well, then after they started looking at the pictures, they sent them to Mayo. And Mayo called them up and said, no, 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 no. She has stage three angiosarcoma. We need to take care of it ASAP. And so then I went back to Sanford and they're really good people they know a lot of stuff but they were very nice and told me we will not handle this here because we have no one to to take care of it so then they sent me to mail and you had to move there for um wasn't it like three months you were living there well we started first time we went was in december and then i went back in January and February and I came back March 6th and then COVID happened yep and then I've been <laughs> it was kind of funny though because when I first got home after radiation I really didn't care about going anywhere anyway because mm -hmm. I was I was just totally fried and then uh the COVID hit well then I had to have the surgery for the mastectomy and I was like so that was kind of weird because I had to go in there all by myself Ugh. And it was, my son dropped me off at the door and he's like, this is hard. This is just so hard to leave you. But it was fine. And then they, they woke me up about three o'clock and said, well, you need to go home now. <laughs> wow. So he just picked you up and brought you where? Back to the motel. That's just, how, like, and I know you're tough mentally because I, I know you, but how do you like mentally prepare for that? knowing like, okay, we're, I, we're in shutdown. I can't see my family. I have all these things I need to get, you know, through. Like, what do you, do you just go into hyper-focus mode? Yeah, the, the shutdown was kind of hard at first, especially with grandma being 94 and having to worry about taking care of her and uh, the groceries and all that kind of stuff. So we did a lot of online ordering and then Lee would pick it up for me. And then, uh, I just started now going to pick it up myself with the kids, but we wear masks everywhere. Uh, and now I go back in July to, to mail. So I'm sure I'll have to have another COVID test and the, wear the mask and everything. But it was, the COVID hasn't been as hard on me as it was leaving for those two months. That was tough. Yeah. Oh my Being in Rochester, I mean, they were very nice to me there, but it's still hard to be away from everyone. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when you're there, like, how did you pass your time? I would be out of, I would be so stir crazy. Puzzles. I did a lot of puzzles. Mm -hmm. 
um, Brian and I went out to eat a lot. The first week Brian stayed with me and him and I went out to eat quite often on a lot of new restaurants in Rochester. The second week was Tori and her and I, well, I bought all this food to cook for the kids because I love to cook and then and they always wanted to eat out. And then, <laughs> and then Daniel, when Daniel came, I did a lot of cooking because he likes my food and baking. And I, I baked a lot for the, for the nurses. I would take them banana bread, poppy seed bread, cake, like every other day they had a new item. <laughs> Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I'm so surprised that the people that like to bake for fun, I think you guys are all a special breed of people. <laughs> I'm going to make a carrot cake today. <laughs> not, not my deal. So um, how about the foster kids? What happened with foster kids during that time? Well, for one, uh, for the two months, see, they came back March 1st to our house and Lee took a week off from work. The other time I had to uh, get them in respite care. And then uh, she took care of them for that month. And they would video chat me a few times yeah. a week. Yep. Um, would you say that it was a, like from October till kind of now it was a major disruptor or do you feel like it just kind of flowed and you just got things done? Well, I guess kind of both, you know, it, it was a very big disruptor at first because I was like, what am I going to do with the kids? Who's going to take care of Lee because he can't boil water and just so many things that I was worried about, but my daughter and all the kids took care of him and they brought him food and he was fine. Well, and you definitely are the caregiver and, um, like even with Barry's dad, your brother, you totally took that role on. So I imagine it was hard to be taken care of. It's very hard for me to be taken care of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm normally yeah. the one taking care of everybody. Now my neighbor has cancer, so I'm trying to help her. Mm. It's not a good time to that. That's for sure. No. So um, much. And you had, you had an event scheduled. Um, and I believe to help with all the medical costs and the disruption financially, and then a blizzard hit. Yep, December twenty. So, yep. So we had to cancel that, and so now you have one rescheduled. Um, and what does that look like? Well, we actually had another one rescheduled for May second, and then the COVID came, so we had to cancel that one also. So now it's August twenty ninth. And let's cross our fingers that we're going to be able to pull this benefit off. So on August 29th, um, and you have t-shirts made up um, as well, and I believe Linda Hand is involved? Yes, they are. Okay, so what are we, what's the plan for August 29th? It's going to be out at uh, Brian's Bar and Restaurant, Antelope Creek it's called. And I think he's going to put up tents and have, try to have everything outside. So that people will feel comfortable, you know, while they're out there. Yeah. And then uh, they have food and I think he has fireworks and all sorts of stuff going on. For fun. Um, how big of a disruption is it financially when you go through something like that? And you don't have to say like certain numbers or anything like that, but like I can't imagine on what that, like if I couldn't work for three months, that would be a huge disruption. 
well, it is because I quit working in December. So you go from this big income or, you know, I'm not a huge income, but an income to nothing. Right. And then the, the house that I rented was cheaper than a motel, but still you have to pay so much. It was very expensive. And then you have your um, food and everything else on top of it and then eating out and all that. And so I had no, you know, I haven't had an income since December. That's tough. So that, you know. Yeah. So the benefit's pretty important. Yeah, it'll be very helpful. And I'm very appreciative for them to do that for me. Yeah. Well, I think as someone that's given to the community and has taken in 90 children, <laughs> that, that payback has to be coming your way. I'm yeah. Karma is a real thing, and I and I I know it's going to happen. So yeah, I um, just, yeah. And when you truly are have the heart that you do, I just I I just know that it's going to come around. So re we really wanted to just have you on today to just talk a little bit about you know who you were, your journey, and really help you promote um, this benefit. Good. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I love seeing you. I wish I could be out at the lake with you. Yeah. <laughs> We've had two bad storms in the last two nights. It was crazy intense, but um, that's nothing compared to probably what it's like to go through with cancer. So I'm not even going to talk about storms. My son um, lost his pontoon on Otter Tail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. for sure. That's a tough thing. Kirsten, do you have anything out left for Are you there? Uh, to ask on Beth? Um, no, I... I'm, I don't know if it's my connection, but I'm just having a hard time, so I don't want to talk too much. That's why I've been kind of quiet. <laughs> That's a first, right? No, right? <laughs> All right, Beth, we'll let you go. Thanks for sharing with us. We're going to post the links for your benefit on our um, site and tag you. Um, and hopefully we can have some followers help participate in, um, I don't know if you're looking for donations or silent basket giveaways or whatever it is. We'll see if we can help out in some way. And it would be wonderful yeah. if followers could share the link. Um, yes. Followers. So if we can get yes. the link, that would be wonderful. If I were yes. you, I would get a hold of my daughter-in-law. She's a phenomenal girl. She's helping with all this and she's just doing a great job. That's great. I will. Yep, I will do that. I'll um, connect with her and see what we can um, make happen. Alrighty. All right. Thank stay you, strong. Girl. We love you. Love you too. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye, bye bye. Bye. Bye.